get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to the year 2020, episode 215 of the What Up, Though? podcast. Indeed. As you hear, Mike is able to smoke during the podcast, which is pretty fucking cool again. <laughs> Can y'all hear that? I don't know. I, I, I mean, maybe because I just used to, I'm, I know this what a, a cigar pool sounds like. Saw <laughs> <laughs> so you, saw so he breathing. <laughs> right. <laughs> as long as it ain't, as long as it ain't uh, Baylor hearing me breathe, I'm good. <laughs> I've been making yeah, a conscious really. effort to move away from the mic when I'm not talking, just so I don't catch that shit popping no more. Yeah, we got uh, January 2nd, and here in Detroit, it's like 46 degrees outside, which I know for most of y'all is pretty cold, but for me, it's actually not that bad. If it what's was windy, that, it'd probably be a problem. Yeah, and what's wild is that it's been snowing in other places. Like it, I've seen snow twice in Arizona. Over the last couple of weeks, I've been meaning to ask Steve about it because I, I see somebody else that I'm, I'm like Facebook friends with, and I seen them with fucking snow, and I'm like, what the hell? And we didn't get none of that in the last two weeks. Well, we got a little—I shouldn't say that—we got a little what? Uh, was that Tuesday? I think. Uh, yes. But that was it. Tuesday or Wednesday, one of them days. Wait, no, yeah. today's Thursday, so yeah, it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday, because that's the only day I'd fuck around and had an appointment to do something early. I had to go get an oil change at like 9.45, and it was snowing out. And I'm like, what the fuck? But other than that, we ain't had shit. We've been good. So I'm like, how is it? I seen some news uh, excerpt saying that it was warmer here than it was in Vegas at some point in the last two weeks. That's crazy. I'll take it, though. I will take it. I did if somebody had told me, uh, you know, a few months ago that I'll be able to sit outside and smoke on January second, I'd have been like, "Shut your stupid ass up!" <laughs> I'd be able to sit outside. I, I, I never, never would have thought that would be fucking possible. And I'm like, I got like, I got a hoodie on and my jacket, and I'm like, cool, dog. Like, I could theoretically take the jacket off, but I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. But because every now and then there's a small gust of wind, and that's when it feels a little cold. But when it's no wind, man. It's just yeah, smooth. I mean, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt, but then again, I am inside. So <laughs> there was no point to even saying that. Like, you just could just left yeah. that. Yeah, probably could. Have. Probably could have. Anyway, welcome back to another year of the What Up the Podcast. Um, how was your uh off uh Christmas break? Cause you were off uh from the 20th until what today? Till today? Yeah. Yeah. Same yep. here. Uh, the 20th, I think, was that Friday. I think. Uh, let me see. Yeah, the 20th was Friday. Yeah, so I was off. Yeah, 20th was my last day at work, and today was my first day back. Um, I, I mean, it was, uh, I, I wouldn't go so far as say it was cool. <laughs> like, there were aspects of it that was cool, but like, I, I learned, uh, that hosting Christmas is not always cracked up to be. Um, uh. I've spent the, the, entirety of my time since i've had kids which is now 11 years 
going to multiple people's houses on Christmas. It's like going to go to this house, go to that house, go to this house, go to that house. And since I've been with my wife and her family being Canadian, that involves going to Canada. And I'm like, man, why I got to drive in this goddamn snow every fucking year? I'm like, why can't somebody come over here? Why I got to drive every time? I'm the one with three kids. Why don't somebody, why don't some childless motherfucker come to my house? Like, why I got to go? So when I found out we was going to have Christmas in my house, I was like, bet. I was mistaken. <laughs> I shouldn't yeah. have been so happy. I should have been so happy about it. It wasn't bad. Like, the the uh, it was just, it wasn't. It wasn't what I was expecting because I didn't consider the fact that you can't just host Christmas at your house. Like you got to prepare you leading up to that. Like if you know you're going to have 20 motherfuckers in your house, you got to beyond just making sure your house is clean, you got to make sure that you have like the ability to sit 20 people. I, I don't know if the number the number probably wasn't 20, but it, it was at least uh it was probably about 8 kids though. So it might have been many kids? Like probably like eight. Shit, that's enough there. I don't even care what the adult uh, the adult number is. The eight the the eight kids just gave me the shakes. Right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So like you got to prepare. You got to make sure you got seating for these people. You got to make sure you got enough food for these people. You got to make sure the house is decent, organized. Like so, it was like I spent. So the what was the first weekday I was off? That was the twenty first, we said twenty third. So like I think the twenty third I got to chill a little bit. And then like twenty fourth, we was like heavy prepping. Twenty fifth was Christmas, twenty sixth is boxing day, so we have a whole different set of folks over that day. And then like twenty seventh and twenty eighth was kind of like winding down, like un undoing all the shit that you did to prepare to have these people. And then after that, we prepared to go to Chicago. So it was like, it was a extremely busy amount of time. So it was like, I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of uh, having long periods off work where very little of that time I get to chill. But there was one portion of it where I got to chill for, I got to chill. There was like one or two instances, like maybe not like a whole day, but a set of several hours where I could like chill. So I, I don't remember what day it was. But it was a day where I went to JR for a while. And I sat up there. I smoked a couple cigars. I watched The Witcher. Um, I watched The Mandalorian. So oh, oh, I watched The Mandalorian. So it was Friday. Um, that would have been Friday the 27th. Um, so, yeah, you know, a couple of instances of that where I got to chill for a little bit. But, you know, by and large, it was kind of busy. And we went to Chicago for New Year's. So... Um, we, let's see, we went to her mom's house because her mom was going to be watching, uh, my two girls. So we went to her mom's house the day before. So on the 30th, the, uh, the afternoon slash night of the 30th. And so that way we could leave straight from there because if we, otherwise we would have had to like get up dumb early on the 31st, drive to Canada to drop them off and then go. So since we stayed the night over there, we were able to just leave to go straight to Chicago from there. So we left at like six o'clock in the morning, uh, drove to Chicago. But the shitty part was like you mentioned earlier, that was when we got that snow. So like the roads were not bad, bad, but they were like slushy. So it was like not the fastest traffic, uh, shit getting sprayed all over your windshield. Like my truck right now is a complete fucking dirty ass mess. Um, so the drive there was eh, not th not that great. But we got there at a reasonable time. It was like 11 a.m. Chicago time. 
because we gained that hour. And fortunately, yeah. the best stroke of luck ever was that the fact they had the room ready. So we was able to actually go straight up to the room. So that's always clutch. Early check-ins is fucking great, especially so when you got clutch. hours to fucking kill. And it's eleven, dog. Like okay, like most places, dog. It's no way. Like you'll che- most check-ins is like three, and maybe you could score like a one o'clock if your room is ready. But like it was eleven o'clock. They were like, "Oh, your room's actually ready." I was like, "Whoa!" And we we were going to Hamilton at two o'clock. So, um. I was like, yeah, I'm going to use this time to squeeze this nap in right quick. <laughs> so, yeah, I did that. So, that was great. How'd you, li- how'd you like Hamilton? I thought Hamilton was excellent. And that is a – that's a pretty glowing endorsement because I can't think of anybody less likely to like it than me. Like, I was really waiting odds. for a, a bad take. So, I was like – I was sitting here cringing a little bit like, man, I hope it was at least decent. Yeah, the odds of me not liking it were very high. And I, I told that to my team at work today. I was like, because there were some people like, oh, yeah, I wonder how that is. I was like, if I liked it, literally anybody would like it because there's nobody more likely to dislike it than me. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it was dope, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm still kind of in awe at how it was all singing and I still liked it. <laughs> Like I like I think I think of Broadway shows. I'm thinking like, man, they singing all the goddamn time. But at least they like usually I would think they usually got dialogue. Like they you know like have you know they talk for a little bit, have conversations, and then bam, song. Talk for a little bit, bam, song. Nigga, that shit was all singing though. Man, so like she told me that, and I was like, man, in the back of my head, I'm like, man, it's so likely that I'm not gonna like this shit. (laughs) But no, it was dope. Have you have you seen it? No, but I've I've never seen it. Uh, I planned on it at some point. Uh, Monica uh, went with uh, uh, her mom um, in April. She went to Chicago to see it because the show when it came here last year was sold out. Uh, yeah, my wife went with it. here. Oh uh, yeah, I figured she would probably catch that show here. She has the season tickets or whatever for Broadway. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so she goes to every show. Oh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, man, it was dope, dog. Like the, like it was entertaining. The songs were dope. The costumes were fucking bananas. Um, it was it was good. And I, I like. I don't know for for some reason. Like even though I knew this was kind of the case, watching it, it was kind of different. But I was impressed by the fact that it basically it's like a fucking history lesson. And yeah, they found yeah. a way to make they found a way to make an interesting history lesson about a topic that don't even on the surface sound interesting. Like there's a probably a whole lot like a whole lot of political stories that you could tell in that fashion that would be more interesting than one about Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> like, but uh, yeah. <laughs> they took something that on the surface does not seem that interesting, but is super like you know relevant to the country's history, and found a way to make it entertaining. Found a way to make it black. <laughs> I mean, and and the the cool thing too, another cool thing is like it wasn't all like it wasn't like oh we're gonna take you know uh, a white story for of, of U.S. history and make it black. You don't think it's like it's gonna be niggas rapping all the time? And like, like it's gonna be like ghetto and shit. And get it wasn't. It was like yeah, I don't know it wasn't, but yeah, it was cool, man. It was fun. Um, I thought that uh. A lot of the the actors in it were really good. 
the, my only complaint was that, and this was probably uh, something that's fairly unique to me, is that at the beginning of it, it was hard for me to understand what they were saying, just because like my ears aren't really tuned into um, taking in like dialogue and singing fashion. I guess if that if that makes sense, because it wasn't it wasn't all singing like it was some kind of like rapping and shit like that. But like it was hard for me to really understand the the what they were saying for uh, maybe like the first 20 minutes because it's like I just wasn't used to that. So like once my ears and brain got accustomed to it, I was able to follow it better. But like that first 20 minutes or so, I was kind of like, like, I can't even understand what they saying. Like, what, like, this is weird. And so like I was prepared like man i'm not gonna like this if i gotta sit here and wonder what the fuck they saying the whole time but that cleared up um oh what was i gonna say about that point um oh like the other... some, some captions on the screen yes on the, on the i would have loved closed captions though like man i was sitting there like man i wish i could have closed caption on this and then um the only other thing like a minor quibble was that i felt like the first half of it went too long like I feel like the intermission could have been maybe about 15 minutes sooner. And it wasn't because it was just long, long. It was like, there was, there were about two or three instances where I thought this is the perfect, perfect place to stop it. Almost kind of like, like a cliffhanger almost like this is the perfect place to stop it and then pick up the rest of the story from this point. And then it kept going. And I was like, it felt like the last Lord of the Rings movie where it ended like 15 times I felt like the first half of it ended like three times, like it, and but then it kept going, and that made that made me get a little restless. Like, okay, like how much longer are they gonna go before a break? Because I feel like I'm in the second half of the story, but don't have an intermission yet. But yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah, that's uh, I I I think I'm gonna check it out at some point. Um, but um, I've heard I've heard nothing but but great things. Uh, it was a coworker who uh, well, a past coworker, and she fucking raved about him like she would go anytime that she would go multiple times to chicago to check him out and shit but then i guess he did a soundtrack with a bunch of like rappers and crap like Nas, i think was on the soundtrack and other folks and shit interesting and And, oh and then we also had like a suite but not like a suite in the traditional sense like how uh, if you go to like a pistons game or something like you're in a suite it was like a it was like a, a a big room that was like one big designated suite for everybody who had that ticket, but it had like open bar and it had like you know finger food and shit like that. Oh, that's so we dope. got there, yeah. So we got there like half an hour early, and I killed maybe like three drinks. Um, they had a drink called the Hamilton that was like Hennessy, which, which to me, I, to me, I was like, this is ghetto as fuck. Like, what was it? It was Hennessy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like. Keep in mind, even though it is a largely brown cast, we're talking 98% white people at this thing. And like for them to make a drink, because I'm assuming this is the venue that made this drink and not like the, you know, the people who are in charge of the actual production itself. They're like, yeah, we got this uh black ass play. Let's make let's make the special drink have Hennessy in it. Like, like what the fuck? <laughs> You will hope it's not a coincidence because it's a black cast and shit that they got. Man, it definitely is, dog. I, be- I guarantee they probably got all them different Broadway shows, and none of them shows got a drink with Hennessy in it. Well, that's interesting. Uh, well, so what is it? Was it a mixed drink Hennessy or just Hennessy straight? 
Oh, it, it was Hennessy, um, ginger, lime, I think, and some something else. It tasted fine. I'm just not a big Hennessy person. Nah, I had Hennessy. What was it the Sunday before Christmas? Uh, I gotta stop doing this shit too. People say, "Hey, what you getting? What you what you want to drink?" I'm like, "I drink what you drink." I'm like, "Ah, fuck." <laughs> and I was like, "God damn, Hennessy!" Like, oh, I don't really fuck with this, but that brought up some bad bad memories of times when I used to drink a lot of fucking cognac and shit, Hennessy and fucking Remy seventeen thirty eight when I thought I was balling or some shit, but really was just not and shit. But yeah. But yeah, sound like you got a a cool uh and I would ask you about Blue Havana, but I don't think anybody else really wants to talk about cigars or hear about cigars on the podcast. But did you go well, to the lounge area there? I I'm gonna say, well I don't need to talk about cigars, but I can't I will briefly say <laughs> Blue Havana was ghetto as fuck. <laughs> Like, dog, like they had a whole separate, like, it wasn't like a cigar lounge. It was like a place that you buy cigars at, and then you got to go down this long ass hallway outside into a totally different building to get to the lounge. <laughs> I thought it was pretty dope. It was like a garage, pretty much. I was just saying, it, was like a, it was like they took, it was a repurposed garage. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> it was just a repurposed ass garage. I'm like, I think what it is. He was is like, that- and he said the lounge is in the back. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, well, I gotta, I gotta walk a country mile to get to this motherfucking. Yeah, the first time, the first Slide time I went, I'm like, I'm like, wait, I gotta go outside to go back inside. I'm like, uh. but I think with a lot of those places there, it's no, a lot of those places are so small, those street front stores and shit. They pretty much tried to make something out of nothing, really. Yeah, no, I mean, okay. it was a good idea given like the the landscape of like just the space uh, in that area. <laughs> But that was just weird. I had never had nothing like that where it's like I got it was like you gotta walk down a hall, open a door, go outside, open another door. <laughs> like yeah, I, really and then I looked around, I was like, inside. this is what I looked around, I was like, this is a legit this was a garage. Hundred percent this was a garage. <laughs> Absolutely a was big a garage. garage. A big garage, but a garage nonetheless. But I think the plus is that you you know, you was able to walk up and grab a fucking saber tooth off the shelf. So I think of, of that makes up for everything. Indeed, oh. I grabbed several saber tooths off the shelf. <laughs> Did and you get a black, my black Irish, Irish or you brought? No, I had I brought it because I was like I want to. I knew I wanted to smoke a black Irish on New Year's Eve, so I brought it. Uh, I assumed <laughs> you did. I assumed you didn't buy it there, but if I had bought it in there, I, I'd have, I would have told you at least. Like I would have been like, oh man, they got saber tooths on the shelf and not said anything. Like <laughs> in my head, like they also got black Irish and buy them all. I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't even totally have blamed you. I, I would have totally got it. Uh, but yeah, that place is pretty cool, though. Aside from the, the long ass country mile to go out and uh, go to the lounge area, but it's pretty dope. The one, I've been there to the lounge twice. The one time, like the one owner, he was sick, so his homeboy was locking up and stuff. So that was cool. It wasn't no issue. And then the other time, I think they had just filmed something there, and I can't remember what the fuck it was. Not, nah, but they had just filmed something there, so it was real clean and. All kind of crazy shit. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's a cool spot, though. But yeah, the I owner kind of, a... the owner kind of reminded me of Paperboy from Atlanta. <laughs> I, was <No>. like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you look like Paperboy. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty interesting. The first time I met him, he was really cool. The second time, I think he said he was sick or something. He had like a head cold. So I'm like, you know, hey, you know, I met you last time, you know, from Detroit. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like, oh, maybe the nigga just out of it or something. I don't know. 
that's uh, that's kind of what I got too. I was like, oh, he doesn't seem very friendly, but whatever. no, he doesn't come off friendly at all. I was like, you know, the first time I think his girl was there with him, and so they both were friendly. And I think my wife was with me that time, the first time I went. So I was trying to be cool, like, hey man, hey, I'm in town from Detroit. I heard about a lot. I heard a lot about this place. I bought cigars from y'all before. Like, yeah, what up? And he was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I know, dude. That that sounds just like him too, man. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. And I he didn't like, he never talked. He only like responded to things that I said. So I'd be like, yeah, so y'all got, uh, got the Ouroboros here still? He's like, yeah, they're over there. Uh, all right, man. All right. <laughs> and I got him. I, I was like, oh, man, I got to pay all these taxes? He's like, yeah, man, we got a lot of taxes. <laughs> I was like, I pay all four of these? He was like, let me see your ID. And he wiped it <laughs> off. And I was like, he's like, not anymore. I was like, oh, thanks, man. Like, I'm trying to be cool. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like where the lounge like a, at? In the back. <laughs> Y'all got like water? Yes, yeah, over there. If anybody could be named Monotone, that would be him. Hell yeah, man. That dude was like super dry ass personality, dog. <laughs> that like a personality of a fucking rock, dude. Uh, something else I was about to ask you about your. your what was it? Um, oh, and then I went in there and I seen the saber tooth on the shelf. I'm like, oh shit, he got saber tooth on the shelf. I grabbed five of these. Uh, I grabbed five of them. I went out back out there. I'm like, man, I don't know what kind of. Bi-. I'm like, again, yeah, trying to be cool, man. I don't know what kind of business y'all do, but I don't know how the fuck y'all got saber tooth on the shelf. Yeah, <laughs> dog. <laughs> All right, man, just rig it up, then. Fuck it. Yeah, Sorry. I'm just I, at this point. I'm just gonna stop trying to be friendly to your ass. That's funny, but yeah, it's like you had a somewhat eventful time. I um, I was I I think I drank and probably smoked all vacation, and it was great. Damn. To the point where New Year's <laughs> Day came, and I said I can't have nothing else. I just I just need to detox today. Uh, I mean that was like twelve days of just straight doing it though, from like getting off on on the twentieth on Friday. I think it's a Saturday. I went to the Pistons game. Sunday, I DJed a party. I don't know what I did Monday that day, but then it's just kind of a blur. Uh, we got out of a, we got out of a, being social a lot. Um, my brother in law wanted um, and his wife wanted to come over. Uh, we declined that. Um, my sister wanted us. We usually go to my sister's house for Christmas, and. It's just it becomes like tiresome for us. Like we go over there because we do we start doing this brunch with them on Christmas. So we would bring over the uh, the stuff for mimosas. We would bring over stuff to make uh, cinnamon rolls, and then we do all that shit. Then we got to take everything back home. So we was like, nah, we're not doing that either. So then come New Year's Eve, they like, why don't y'all come over to New Year's Eve to play some games? We like. No, we don't want to do that either. <laughs> so we got out of everything. So I said, <laughs> you know what? Let's. I was like, I told them I treat them, and we all went to dinner. So it's like seven of us, and we went to uh, Sochimokos. And so I'm like, this would be my way of getting out of shit. Like I treat y'all to dinner, and then we'd be home by ten before the nigga started nigga, and all the shots started ringing out, and we'd be good. Hmm, so sound strategy. Yeah, we get to, uh, hey, look, that $120, $30, whatever the fuck it was, it was well worth not having to go hang out afterwards. Um, so we get to, uh, and we sit at the table, and I'm like, you know, 
Uh, I'm glad I got everybody at the table. It's something I really want to talk to you guys about. And so this is like me, my wife, my mom, my sister, her uh, her boyfriend, and my other nep- my nephew and stuff. I'm like, and they had this serious look like, you know, what's going on? And I'm like, uh, I need y'all Negroes to stop using my Netflix profile. <laughs> like, look, it's free for y'all. I don't care. I'm not asking you for any money for my to, to have access to my Netflix uh, account. What I am telling you guys is to stop using my fucking profile because y'all be watching the same series I'm watching and my shit gets thrown the fuck <laughs> off. Man, that shit burns me the fuck up, dog. <laughs> burns me the hell up. And then my sister's like, well, you got all the good suggestions. I'm like, you can find this shit on any <laughs> other profile. It's like four profiles made. I don't know why that's so funny to be like, you got all these good suggestions. Yeah, I'm like, you can find this shit. I mean, granted, you know, each profile kind of caters to what people watch. So, I'm like, no, pick another one. It's like four profiles on there. My mother-in-law has one. My wife has one. And I, I forget. And I think my stepson has one. I'm like, use any of those. That's all I ask. Use any of those. They just knew I was about to say some serious shit. And I'm like, yes, it's serious to me. I'm tired <laughs> of fucking watching series. And like I was watching season two of you. And it had me click to like, I don't know. I think I was on episode five when I stopped. But I couldn't remember. But I'm like, I'm the only one watching. Shit really fucking matter. I just go back to what I'm watching. And it was like episode seven. I click on there. I see all kind of shit I wasn't supposed to see. I'm like, motherfuck, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my major announcement for uh... <laughs> for New Year's Eve at dinner. I'm like, well, I have all y'all here. Like, I'm about to announce a cancer scare or something. I'm like, no, stop using my fucking profile. That's all I want. Fucking New Year's. <laughs> 2020, yeah. stay off my profile. I think my brother and my mom used mine by mistake because they, they, when I looked at the continue watching on mine, it had you on there and I haven't watched you. And it was on you like season two, episode four or some shit like that. I'm like, I ain't even watched this shit yet. I want to watch it, but I haven't watched the shit. I'm like, they must have used my shit by mistake. But that was the only, that's the only time they usually use their own shit. Like my mom and my brother got a, uh, got a profile on, on uh, my Netflix. I mean, there's more people that like, I know my wife watches it, watches Netflix. My stepson watches it. My mom uses it. My other, my nephew uses it. I'm pretty sure my sister and her boyfriend. Now I know they both. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, y'all, y'all got to figure that out. I'm like, look, if you want to get your own Netflix account, cool. But uh, if if this is too much for y'all, <laughs> like, don't click on mine. That's all I want. Uh, so that was a, that was kind of funny. But uh, other than that, my holiday was pretty dope, man. To not have to set an alarm for like 12 straight days was fucking great. So of course, yesterday, last night was a complete struggle. Um, of course, I'm like, I'm gonna get my clothes together. I'm gonna go to sleep a little early. Man, I still didn't go to sleep to my which, which, which had me thinking, like, you know what? It's impossible to really get to sleep really early ever for me anymore. Like, 11 30, 12 o'clock, that's pretty much my bedtime. <laughs> I mean, because the thing is, I don't have to get up to like seven ish anyway. So, anything over than that, I'm sleeping eight, nine hours, and I don't, I can't, there's nothing for me. Eight hours is just gonna make me tired. Six hours is usually the, the 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 safe spot for me. So, hmm. but Christmas is pretty cool. Um, I only wanted really one thing. I really wanted some some over the ear Bluetooth headphones. And so, I I lucked up. My wife she did some research. 
She got me these dope Sony ones, man. They're fucking awesome. I've been wearing around the house for the last week and shit. The sound cancellation on them is fucking great. They're pretty much, I've read, they're pretty much damn near the highest rated, uh, one of the higher rated uh, ones in the last couple of months. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, they got this cool ass feature like you can turn off the sound. What are you doing? <laughs> that is so creepy, dude. I'm sitting here. Do it. That's the movie. My wife is sitting out. She's outside with the dog. And she comes knocking on the window with the golf club. She has a golf club because there was a that loose dog out earlier. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah. So they got this cool feature on the headphones where you can, uh, if you got the noise cancellation on, you could put your hand over one of the ears. And it makes all the sound outside listenable, I guess, if that's the word. Oh, okay. I know the, the new AirPods have that. Oh, really? That's kind of dope. It was so dope that, like, while she was watching something on TV, and it was a scene where they were walking through a cave, and water was dripping, and I could hear it so fucking clear. Like, it was like uh, surround sound or some crazy shit. Like, it, is, it just magnified, like, all of the, the, the small sounds and shit. Damn. <clears throat> But yeah, they're pretty dope. So that was uh, all I really wanted, you know. And I got another fam. Got a day. Oh, no. oh, so did I tell you about the uh, gift I was doing, giving my mom? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, you did. Yeah, so we did. A, <laughs> we recorded her. Uh, we did the the ticket. So if anybody listen, we did a, a ticket for uh, anywhere she want to go between Mar- um now and end of the year. So we bought her a, a suitcase, and we was like, yeah, you got some. Uh, paperwork to fill out an inside for warranty and so she's looking through the paper and then she finds we made this like ticket to go anywhere so she's pretty hype about that so I think and I already, I knew she was going two places either Texas or Georgia so I think she's going to uh, Texas in, uh, in April or something so pretty cool of her other than that man Why great Texas? Was, uh, her, one of her best friends lived there and Georgia is my aunt uh, lives there so that's the only okay. two places she would really go. Um, I mean, if she if she uh, pulled an audible and wanted to go somewhere else, I mean, I didn't put I technically didn't put any restrictions on it. Uh, so she probably could go anywhere, but those are the two places she's probably gonna go. So, uh, I just gotta pay for that when it happens. Because at first we was initially thinking like we would just get like a a gift card for a certain airline, but I was like, I don't want to be trapped with an airline, and we get a good a good rate from a different airline and shit. So I was like, we just make her make a a, a a voucher for her, and then she can just you know use it as she sit, see fit or whatever. So random ass thing when you were talking about people using your Netflix profile, I was like, I was thinking about how my wife uses mine, or I mean, most of the stuff we watch we watch together. I mean, I watch some of my own shit, but she really don't watch much of her own shit that often. But when she does, she watches it on my profile, and I was like. I don't think she has a profile. Maybe let me go create one for her. And I created one for her right now on my phone. And I realized, because this, this is going to tell you how long it, it's been since I've like joined Netflix. I just realized that they have actual profile avatars of like characters from shows now. Like it used to be just random ass fucking. I, I don't even know what they were like animated faces that were like not anybody. I thought they were just animated faces. I never paid attention that you could do them a, a, a certain show, though. 
Yeah, you can now. Really? So like, yeah, they have like characters from The Witcher, characters from Lost in Space, from Big Mouth. Like, it's all House of Cards. It's only like Netflix oh, original shows. Shit. Yeah. So I, I just wouldn't change everybody's. Now. This is dope as fuck. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, I know they had this. Yo, this is cool as I had no idea. Yeah, me neither. Bruh. This changes the game. This is it's tons of them too. Yeah, it's a lot. Like if I wish they didn't limit it to Netflix originals, but um yeah, I mean they got I mean <laughs> I get it. I get it as far as advertising their own shit, but you know, but yeah, this is cool as fuck. I want to see if you're gonna notice the thing that uh <laughs> the thing that I just noticed though. <laughs> When I was going through it, because I'm like, let me see what shows they got on here that I could uh, get characters from. And I was scrolling through and I'm noticing like, oh, this is only Netflix original shows that are options. And then, yeah, I, I noticed something that I thought was funny. <laughs> mm. OK, I was I'm assuming you, you can probably tell me because I feel like I'm not going to get it. Nothing <laughs> stand out as crazy. The one for House of Cards doesn't have Kevin Spacey. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> And that you know what, and I was I thought maybe it was just short and not showing stuff, but no, you're right. It's just <laughs> you can't yeah. leave out the main character. <laughs> nah, nah. Yes, you can. If, if he if he trying to uh, no, I mean you can. But I mean like it was it it was by it was on purpose to not. Oh yeah, put him absolutely. On there. Yeah. If you if you fucking people that don't want to be fucked, um, <laughs> that kind of grants you you know uh, omission from this shit. That's funny, but I, I you know what I thought. I, I was scrolling fast, so I thought maybe I would have to scroll over to catch them. They got the wife and the flag. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like, oh, no, this is dope as fuck, dude. I had no idea, and I don't think none of them did either. Because I still had the regular fucking half smiley face. Yeah, that came with it. Like I, I had no idea that this shit was like this. And and it really shows. I don't watch a lot of fucking. Uh, Netflix originals because I don't see none of these faces I would want to use. I ended up using um one of the characters from Big Mouth. Oh, uh, okay. Like I was going to use Luke Cage, and I was probably the only one I was thinking about. Oh, I, I, I the wish fuck. they had that. Well, they do have Luke Cage. That's what I'm saying. Wait, they do? Yeah, Mar- they got they got the Marvel Defenders, and they got. I don't see that. that. Yes. Yeah, the fuck? Go back and. I went through this seventeen through. times. I did not see that. <clears throat> I don't know how. Was in? I want to say this alphabetical order. No, it's not alphabetical order. Yeah, I'm seeing Motown Magic, the Epic Tales of Captain Underpants, Nailed It, Dark Crystal, Dragon Prince. Unbreakable you said a couple Street. that I haven't seen. Like I didn't see that. Whatever that first one was, you said. Oh, Motown Magic? That. Yeah, I don't have that. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Oh, wait, no, I do have Motown Magic. Why I got everything? I don't have Defenders. Why the fuck? Why the fuck I don't have Defenders? That's a great question. And I, I guess you can only that. have... You only can have five profiles, including a kid's one. Yeah, I have I have five exactly. I don't trip, though, because like most of my... At least $10 of my Netflix is paid for by T-Mobile. Because I got this family plan, and they did this special where they were including Netflix in it. 
So mm-hmm. I don't technically only thing I pay for I pay for additional TV, which is the extra three ninety. So technically I pay three ninety nine a month for Netflix. But I pay for the, the extra the extra TV. I'm gonna go on the web app and see if uh if I can get get that one because I don't understand why the only thing that you have that I don't would be the one that I would want. <laughs> like that's not cool. And I guess it's weird. I mean, the only differences is of of devices is you your iPhone and Android. I don't understand what what would have you not having certain titles and I do. Yeah, so. me neither. I'm like, let me just try to uh, let me log onto the web app and see if I can do it that way. But anyway, we continue this podcast though. <laughs> yeah. Like, anyway, don't nobody yeah. need to hear this. <laughs> nobody want to hear that shit. Yeah. But yeah, so that's cool. Oh yeah, so that Christmas is cool, man. Uh. Uh, I don't. I'm, do you, I'm not really into resolutions and shit like that, but you know, always try to plan on you know doing some better shit this year and stuff like that. So uh, I realized that how terrible I am at saving money. Like I am horrible at it. So I've been trying to make plans to figure out how to save more and just be more financially responsible. Um, I don't have no no plan of a certain number of books to read or a certain amount of movies to see and shit. But, uh, I think that's the biggest thing. Being able to save some fucking money. That's my biggest, probably thing I want to do this year. And this make, make better podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of, kind of what my, uh, my thoughts are for the new year. Like I see all these, co- it's like, it's, you see people with good intentions, but they just come off as corny and shit. Uh, all of these, like, I want to walk into the new year like this, and this is these means of carrying baggage and not carrying baggage and all the other shit. It just seems so fucking corny, dude. But it seems like some people really have good intentions of just being good people and doing deep, good shit, but they just come off as corny all the fucking time. <laughs> like, come on. Oh man, um, so yeah, I think the the the, the most irritating every year is, is all of the the so called gym rats making comments about people coming to the gym and shit. <laughs> and even even the ones that come off nice even comes off condescending and shit. Like I seen one that was something like you know, listen, we're going to have some newbies in the gym this year. Please don't talk to them bad or help them out with their weights and all this other shit. And it just, even that just comes off condescending and shit. Like, just shut the fuck up. You could be nice and not say shit. So that Indeed. shit bugs me every every fucking year. Every fucking year. I'm That's not even not going to a gym. Anything. I'm just going to stay home and do the shit that I plan on doing at home. I'm not even... Not a waste of my money on a gym membership. I'm going to use the shit I got at home, actually. So, but I had a, you know, I think that I realized that over this holiday, I didn't do shit fitness wise, and so me and me and my wife are back on, you know, doing our uh, at least getting eight eight. Well, through her job, we get these uh, fitness um, contests where if we average like 7,500 steps a day, um, we get uh, like fifty dollars quarterly and stuff. So I'm like, that's easy money to 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 walk fucking. 8,000 steps a day. Like, and normally I end up fucking up in January. Excuse me. I end up fucking up in January and I end up having to catch up 
the other couple of months and shit. So I'm like, let me start this shit off cool so I don't have to worry about trying to catch up at the end and getting 15 to 20,000 day fucking steps just to do it and shit. So I got some, uh, I'm trying to, we're trying to, we're going to Hawaii into May. And I said, I really want to be down some major pounds. Plus, I'll be 40 this year. So I'm trying to be down some substantial pounds. So I got two and a half months, a little over two and a half months for that. So. Okay. So yeah, forty supposed to be pretty. Uh, the party for forty supposed to be pretty dope. So, um, wife wants to do like this Cuban theme. Uh, so we're gonna and which she's gonna start going back over to Canada, getting uh, <laughs> since I drank all of the Havana Club I've gotten that I said I was gonna save. <laughs> <laughs> so she's gonna start going back over, getting that, and you know, trying to get the plans for this shit going. So. Try to get a cool box or two of some Cuban cigars to have and for a guest and shit like that. So it should be dope. When is that going to be? Uh, that is the 28th of March. Cool. It's a Saturday. All right. Why is whatever? What's up? No, go ahead. I would say whatever fight that may be on that day will be on at the place. So. Don't you worry, my brother. <laughs> no, if, if if there was one scheduled, I, I'll let you know. But uh, I don't know yet. I don't wait. Fuck. <laughs> there is that's a fight the, on that day. That's the one I'm going to. I want to go to. You're actually going. Yeah, it's oh, in that Columbus. Should be dope, then. It's oh, in that's Columbus. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be dope, though. I wouldn't be mad about missing that for that. That's pretty dope, though. Yeah, Especially I'm trying to organize folks being this close. Yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to go well, to that shit. I won't, That's one of I my favorite be, fighters I, on the card. I won't be there. Uh, <laughs> Duly noted. That's, that's, that, that'll, be, that'll be cool. You probably could catch up uh, with my wife's uh, cousin in uh, Columbus. He would probably come out for some shit like that. Yeah, I was... Uh, yeah, they announced that uh, one of my favorite fighters is fighting on that card. I was like, oh, man. I, then it was in Columbus. I'm like, oh, shit, I gotta go to that. Tickets gonna sell on the 31st, so trying to make that happen. I got to see, uh, like, so far we have, I think, you know what, did she put save the dates for the date? I got to see, because I think I was going to do it a week before, a week after, but I think he had something going at the uh, Ridge for the uh, the week before or something. But anyway, so we'll see. So, also, oh, yeah. So I had, uh, had a cigar event on February 8th. <laughs> so, what? That's why they want to have that cigar event on February eighth. I was like, any other week in February, <laughs> let's do it, but not what's, on February eighth. What's, what's showing on the eighth? Uh, 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 John Jones fighting on the eighth. Oh, see, I didn't know about John Jones fighting. I knew about uh the Fury fight on the twenty second. Yeah, but I didn't even know nothing about anything going on the eighth. So I'm like, uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, John Jones fighting on the eighth, and you know I don't miss no John Jones fight, so. That was totally out of my radar. Uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty cool, then. Um, and I so probably this is a a, a kind of like an early preemptive thing, but I'm not planning no big deal type shit. But I'll probably I'll probably have people come over on the 18th for the McGregor fight too, though. Oh, that's that's uh this month, right? Yeah this 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 18th. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh 
that that kind of dictates how I plan my weekends. Like, yeah, I, I noticed. I noticed. Yeah. And it's yeah. funny because like I really only do it with pay per views, but like I said, that one on March twenty eighth is like, uh, it's one of my favorite fighters, and it's close to here. Like if it was if it wasn't close to here, and I didn't plan on going to it, then I'd have been like, fuck it, we could watch it, whatever. But like it's in Columbus, I'm like, I'm trying to go to that shit. Oh, that's a like it's only a three and a half hour drive, so that's not bad at all. Yeah. I make it probably once every two months, so not bad at all. So did you uh of course you watched um Saturday Night Live with Eddie Murphy? Um, I did, I did. What was your uh, your thoughts on it? I mean, I don't see anything you saying anything crazy about it other than it was fucking awesome, but I hated it. No, I'm just kidding. It was uh <laughs> it was probably the best it's probably the best one I've seen in years. And I I don't know if it was it was just that good or if it was because I was also high, but like mm-hmm. I, I, I went into it like, okay, I already know he's going to do some of his old characters. I don't know which ones, but I know I read somewhere. He's going to do some of his old characters. Um, this, he hasn't been on the show in fucking 35 years, 34 years, whatever it was like, they're not going to just have some like regular, you know, standard run of the mill ass show. They're going to, they're going to do it up for this. Right. So I was getting high. I'm like, it don't come on till 1130. I'm like, I'm ready for this shit. And bro, I was laughing so hard, dog. Like in some parts, man, just like cry laughing, dog. I'm like, man, this shit's so funny, dog. Yeah, I, I was. I so I went to the uh, I went to the Pistons game, and I'm like, I'm trying to be home by 11:30. Uh, so with with the Pistons being local and shit, the game ended like 9:30 ish. Bullshitted around. Uh, got home at like 10:30. Was like, bet. I'm just like. I just hope I'm not drunk, too drunk while I fall asleep. So I'm just like, make sure I stay up, stay up, stay up. That shit was thoroughly fucking entertaining. I mean, I, I think the cool thing about watching Eddie on there is that he legit like he was having fun. Like, yeah. it didn't seem forced and shit. You know, his jokes was just coming off fucking flawless. I mean, even like the one or two times, I think the one time where, you you know, he laughed and shit during, you know, which they just do sometimes. That's my favorite. But, that's my favorite shit when they can't keep it together. Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely dope as fuck. <laughs> I think my one of my favorite ones when they could keep it together was uh, the cowbell one with uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, they uh, that that was like the the, the cool shit. Um, I man, I was really really hoping that uh, um, fuck fuck. Um, What's what's the uh, one they had the uh, accident with Walmart? Uh, oh, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. I was really hoping he 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 gave a shout out to uh, Walmart. Like it would have <laughs> really made my day, but I figured that's probably in the contract. He can't talk about that shit. Yeah, I thought that was fun too. Like I didn't. I, I obviously nobody expected him to bring all those people out during the monologue, and that was really cool because I was just sitting there like, oh shit, it's so like. Oh shit, it's Chris Rock. Oh shit, it's Dave Chappelle. Like, oh man, it's crazy. Like all three of them, like those are th- three of my top. Like those are three of my favorites. Like, man, they got them all on the stage at one time. Like, man, that shit was dope. Yeah, I was a uh, pleasant surprise. That was like a cool thing to happen. Um, I think it was cool just seeing with Kale up there, just seeing like his potential Keenan. of being like Keenan, excuse me. Uh yeah. Keenan being up there. It's like it just seemed like his potential. Cause I I thoroughly enjoyed a lot of his skits he's been doing the last few years and shit. Um, but just, I don't know, just seeing the people that he could probably, you know, kind of work to be and shit was kind of dope, too. Uh, 
But I, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I had a favorite one. Actually, I do know I have a favorite one. The Gumby one had me crying, laughing. <laughs> Just the thought of Gumby him talking and shit, man. God damn. And I and I think it was Gumby and the uh, the the Santa Claus elves fire or some shit or the what was it uh, a, a a bear came in or some shit. Uh, I think a bear came in and right was now. eating. <laughs> it was he was talking about a bear a bear or something that came in because because Santa Claus didn't invest in any good gates or some shit so he was <laughs> eating up all of the fucking uh, elves and shit <laughs> and he was off and about they couldn't get in touch with him and shit <laughs> yeah man I wanted to I wanted to run it back like I want to watch it again I I meant to run it back during the vacation and I just didn't. Uh, but yeah, that that was pretty dope. So that was dope to see. I mean, the build up for Eddie Murphy coming on there was pretty was pretty high, and I was just like, man, I hope this shit doesn't fucking dud. Yeah, living up to it and exceeding expectations was crazy. Cause I, to me, I was like, man, part of me in the back of my head was like, there's no way they can live up to the expectations for this, and they did. Like they nailed it. Like I was I was surprised. They really nailed it. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was definitely pleasantly surprised with that. That was, they, I mean, they kind of went off without a hitch, dog. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think even even everybody enjoyed Lizzo's performance. I mean, I don't really, I'm not a huge fan of hers, but it just kind of went well. So, I mean, everything yeah. went well. I mean, the whole show was just fuck. It's just, and I I think he took took a lot of uh, a pride saying that a lot of people stopped watching when he left. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, I watch. I watch when certain people come on there. Like I watch when Chappelle came on there, um, but I'm I'm not an avid SNL fan. Um, I watch some of their skits online a lot, but I don't catch any shows. No, uh, catching it catching it live it relies heavily on who the host is for me because like I know it. It don't even necessarily. It's not even like oh I like this person. It's like to this point I know that certain hosts just kind of kill it. So like. If like Justin Timberlake is hosting, I'm gonna watch it because for some reason I don't know. Justin Timberlake is just really good at that shit for some reason. Like his episodes are always funny as fuck. That time when um Drake hosted, I, I was about to say Drake was, was like good. when Drake hosted, like that was really good. Like I still can't believe how good that was. Like I watch it. I mean, and Drake he is host. like an actor though. Like he was an actor before rapping and stuff. And, but but I, I don't look at Drake as comedy though. Funny. Yeah, no, I yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I totally get that. But I even though I knew he was an actor and you know stuff like that, I still didn't think that he would be as funny as he was. So that was probably the most surprising person that's hosted that was actually uh, uh pretty entertaining. Yeah, I wa- I watch Chappelle host. I watch if Chris Rock hosts. Um, and it kind of just depends on who's hosting. Um, there might be times where somebody's hosting. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. I watch it, but I mean, I I probably watch it. I don't know, twice a year, maybe if that, like, it, it kind of just depends. So like last year, I probably watched it. I don't know. I I watched the Eddie Murphy one. I might've watched maybe one other one. And that's pretty much it. Uh, uh, change the subject of shows. Did you end up watching the um, Kevin Hart show on Netflix? Um, I watched most of it. So like I was again, high. And I was like, let me turn this on. And I just like, I'm like, I'm just going to watch this till I pass out. And I think I watched maybe like, how many episodes was it? Like five or six, something like that. I think it was like five, maybe six. I think I got through four of them before I fell asleep. So I think I need to watch another one or two. 
I don't, I don't, but I don't really need to. I don't need to watch any more of it. Um, I mean, I finished it, and so I mean, I think you've seen a lot of the main parts. I mean, I think the the cool takes from was that is that he has a a cool support system with his homeboys, and I thought that was pretty dope. You know, guys he put on, and he just you know he brings them with him. You know, he got all them working, they all making good money and shit. You know, I thought that was that was pretty dope. Um, and just all the shit he's doing, like I didn't realize he had his own network his own fucking, you know, uh, filming agency or whatever you want to call it. Um, so he's doing cool shit. So I just, I remember just like my favorite Kevin Hart moment to this day is still the scene in 40 year old virgin. That's not ever going to get topped. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's <laughs> anything that, I mean, he's done some cool. I mean, we shit, we both went to the fucking, when he was at the palace and shit, seeing him, seeing him there and shit. Uh, I don't, you know, seen many of his stand-ups, whatever. That scene tops everything. So that's, but I would have never thought that that guy from that scene would be as big as he is now and shit. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Yeah, so I, I think his. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I wouldn't say nothing. Um, I, I just, so I, I think that's cool. I just think his, his, uh, his vision for just being bigger than just being a comedian and shit is pretty dope. You know, it's like he, he's employing a bunch of people. Like I say, he got his homeboys, you know, out here doing cool shit. Like he was saying somehow when he was doing the comic shows, he was bringing his boys to be like openers and openers of the openers, like, and no one else was doing that shit. So it was like, he was literally putting his homeboys on like to get money and shit. So, um, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I think that the, the I think well, I think it's cool that they show some of his lesser moments, even recording that, because I think the, the two take the two bad or cons or lesser than's, I guess I would say was one how he handled all of like the whole homophobic tweets and shit from the past. Mm-hmm. Like his stubbornness cost him so much time when he could have just shut the fuck up. Or apologize how like you paying PR people to tell you what the fuck to do, and you. Oh, what the fuck? What? Um, I had some sound coming through a, a, a link I just clicked, and it came through my earphone. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Uh, well, I didn't hear so it, and that happened. That happened to me too when I was searching for um. Uh, I went on the Netflix web app to see if I could get the Defenders icons, which I couldn't. But like uh, you know how when you start Netflix, it automatically starts playing like the trailer uh, for the thing, whatever yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it started yeah. playing loud as fuck, and you didn't say anything. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I guess nobody heard it. Oh, well, that's <laughs> dope, then, because uh, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, but yeah, so it's like you got PR people telling you what the fuck you do, and you know you have this complex of like, I'm gonna do what I want to do. I said I was sorry, blah blah blah, and it just kept showing that everything he was doing for that shit was just bad, like you know. Um, so that was like the one thing. It just seemed like if he would have listened to his fucking PR team and kind of just took those steps, he would have been good. Um, and then I think the second one, when he was detailing the whole thing of how the whole Vegas incident when he, you know, cheated on his wife. Yeah. Um, like, I think he put so much emphasis of this shit happened because his boys wasn't there. Like, you got to be accountable for yourself. You can't blame you fucking around on your wife because your boys weren't there to stop you from doing it. Like, that just means that. You gonna do it anyway if the niggas ain't around, and them niggas ain't gonna be around all the fucking time. Man, when I watched it, I watched it right when it dropped, like it, you know, on whatever day that was. I watched it that night, 
And I was watching that episode, whichever episode that was, and I was watching. I was like, "This is not going to go over well." No, no, no. I was not like, at all. "I was like, Black Twitter is going to eat this nigga alive." Yeah, <laughs> I'm making and, it sound like he, he cheated because his boys wasn't there to stop him. I'm like, "Oh yeah, my god!" Like, he like, I pulled the audible. My boys wasn't there. I'm like, ah, dude. And then it was like the the uh, his personal trainer was like, because I guess it ended up being a dude that was in their circle, but wasn't like one of the. Red Cup boys or some shit like that, mm-hmm. who filmed it and tried to extort him and all that, and they were just like, yeah, and he just violated man code. I'm like, oh, y'all are not saying, saying the right <laughs> shit, dog. Like, no, you as a man, be totally responsible for your own fucking actions. Don't blame your niggas for for being there. Although, it's a it's a it's a help if your boys are like, man, maybe you shouldn't do some shit if you're under the influence or some shit. But still, ultimately, you're making bad decisions on your own. And you shouldn't need to be fucking bailed out. Um, but yes, yeah, so I think those two things was kind of like, yeah. And I thought it would be, I seen a couple of tweets about it, but I didn't see a lot about those. But the, the people who talked about it talked about those those two instances as well. So those are the two things that really stuck out. But I, for me, I, I think the biggest take is just, you know, putting your people on, you know, giving them opportunities and shit. So I thought that was, that was pretty dope. Uh, but it was a good series. I think he felt like he, he uh he he was pretty open. Um, I feel like his wife though. I think you could he probably could cheat on her three or four times. She probably just could be like, "I forgive you, dog." She just seemed like <laughs> that type though. I mean, I I would hope that he wouldn't do no fuck shit to her like that again. But she just be kind of like you know, let's just move on. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe the money too good. Maybe she loved him a whole lot. I don't know, but she it's just like kind of had that. She kind of had that vibe for me. It's like that uh. Uh, how D. Zamero got into it with uh, DJ Envy. Like, she ducked them Kevin Hart checks, though. <laughs> exactly. So, I was like, other than that, I thought it was cool. And I, and I think I watched that when it dropped because I ain't had shit else to watch. And I'm like, oh, shit. I ain't had shit to watch. Well, I didn't even realize it was a... Um, I thought it was a new comedy special. So, uh, I went to start okay. it, and I was like, this shit got episodes? This is a TV show? What is this? Like, I thought it was a comedy special all the way up until I started watching it. Cause like I said, it was the day it uh, dropped, so like people wasn't talking about it like that yet. Yeah, and I didn't have shit to watch anyway, so I was I've been going back and forth. I just, think I just finished uh, uh, Jack Ryan, and I was going back and forth between some other shit that I was watching, and I was like, oh, this would be refreshing. So yeah, it was pretty cool though. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I know we had on the notes as far as uh podcast that you listen to enjoy did you ever think about any of that stuff did you have any notes for that oh yeah absolutely okay if you want to go into so, that, you want me to go cool. first yeah please all right so um i put that on there just because like reflecting back on um 2019 i was like you know let me let's you know we do podcasts you know we listen to a lot of podcasts we've been on podcasts so i was like you know it'd be a good time to reflect on other podcasts just because like i feel like this year we spent a lot of time um, you know, fucking with other po- fucking with other people in their podcast, which we didn't do that much up until this year. So I thought it'd be a good time to like kind of just go over that kind of shit. So um, talking about um some of the podcasts that I listen to, I mean I I listen to a lot of political podcasts like NPR and shit like that. But mainly, my main podcasts are basically just things that are tied to. Um, the shit that I enjoy. So like, which is at this point, TV and movies and MMA. Um, so I have my, um, 
Bald Move Network, which is um, they review TV and movies and they do podcasts for individual shows. So any anything that they're podcasting, I either watch that show if I hadn't planned on watching it, because if they're podcasting about it, that means it's probably going to be good. And most of the stuff I watch, they podcast about. So I'm, I'm like subscribed to a fuck ton of their podcasts. I listen to them a lot. Um, Axel and DJ Tim Hines, who we've had on before and we've talked about. Um, Axel has his daily DVR podcast network. I listen to all his shit. Well, I mean, I, I try to listen to all this shit. I'm subscribed to everything, but <laughs> I listen to what I can when I can. But um, yeah, daily DVR. Um, you can catch you can catch me on a lot of those episodes. I did an uh, I did an episode with Axel for um, the season finale of Watchmen. Uh, we talked about um, just kind of like my history with the Watchmen, um, the comic and the movie, and um, my thoughts on the season. We read some feedback stuff like that, so that was cool. Um, I've done like Game of Thrones episodes with them, stuff like that. And then um, I listened to um, Ariel Helwani's MMA show. He's the he's the now that UFC is on ESPN. He's like their like official UFC guy. So I listen to his podcast, and they're really cool because like he drops a podcast. After, he drops multiple podcasts a week, but he always has one after every event, and he usually has fighters from that event on the show. And it'll be like three hours long, just having conversations with the fighters and shit. So that's really dope. And then lastly would be the podcast that we kind of like uh, grew to fucking with like this year. So talk about like best podcast experience. What I think you would agree this would be yours as well would be the episode we did with Delvin Cox on the uh, oh, the racial shit. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, that, that's definitely the, the best podcast experience from this year. And that was cool because one that linked us up with Delvin, which has been great. Um, how do we link up with Delvin through Baylor? Yeah, I'm pretty sure through Baylor, either Baylor or through uh, Chaffee, you know. Yeah, so, um, yeah, fucking with Delvin was has been cool. Like, um, we've recorded with Delvin a couple times. Um, this whole situation with our episode on the racial shit and the bearded idiots episode, and then the episode we did with the, all all of us together, and then the podcast that we did with just the bearded idiots that wasn't any kind of uh, political shit. It was just like, you know, fucking around. Like, that was a great experience. Uh, yeah, and I think that's pretty much it. That's that's kind of where um, that's kind of my thoughts on 2019 podcasting. Yeah, um, I share the same sentiments for a lot of the ones we shared from, you know, Delvin and uh, Axel to uh, Toffee and and, uh, and Sean. Um, I will say, I haven't been listening in Baylor, of course, Uh I haven't been listening to a lot of the, I guess the, the grass rooted podcast like ourselves, our podcast. So I haven't really got into Baylor lately or uh, Delvin and stuff like that because I really haven't had that much time for podcasting. I, I haven't made that much time for podcasting. I guess that's to say. Um, but my favorite podcasts um, have to be the, the favorite series of podcasts. Actually, was through TV shows. Um, the Chernobyl podcast was pretty fucking awesome. The HBO um, one? Yeah. yeah, the HBO one. That was pretty fucking dope. And then HBO's Watchmen podcast um, was pretty dope. Um, I guess podcast having the people who had a part in making the show 
has really been pretty dope. Just hearing their perspective and stuff. That was uh that was pretty pretty damn cool. Um, I have my one political podcast, uh, Five Thirty Eight, and that's the main one I listen to as, as far as uh most things political. So that's been pretty solid this year. Um, what is what is that? That's just a uh, it's a I guess it's just a political podcast. Um, I um, a guy named Nate Silver, and they just cover weekly politics shit. Kind of like one of the any any I I don't know how to st- explain it other than you know they kind of just, just cover you know pretty much every three or four days. Um, I don't know why they call it that. I was looking briefly to see why they did it, and I'll try to look it up before I finish. Is that like an area code in DC? Maybe I, don't, <laughs> I, I think all three digit numbers are area codes. So <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know what five thirty eight area code is, uh, <laughs> and I've always thought about it. Uh, like what a what the fuck is five thirty eight? And that is in Iowa. Mm, it could still be political basis. I mean, Iowa is the first. Uh, and it's and it's spelled out like all the words are spelled out. So I'm not sure why they call it the 538 podcast. Huh. Um, huh. I'll look that up though. I'll figure it out. Um, so how'd I you there. how'd you discover that? Um, I just I was looking up. I was doing a a search on my uh, podcast attic app on just political podcasts or something. Because I was looking up just something I hadn't been listening to many at all. So I was trying to find one. That was the first one that came up, and I liked their attitude. They were you know pretty blunt. Pretty honest. Um, they didn't really seem to take sides. Granted, they 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 are more of a liberal based podcast. They seem to be pretty honest with a lot of the people uh, they talk about. So that was that was pretty cool. So that's one I listened to. Um, it's another I listened to from the Gimlet Media. is uh, called Heavyweight, and the uh, the guy Jonathan um, forget his last name. But he basically tells these stories about people having problems and he helps solve their problems. Like whatever their issue is, from like finding a lost friend to like one of the most recent episodes uh, was a guy who had uh, had a drug problem and he had sold a lot of his dad's shit to like off to, to feed his habit. And he had sold one of his granddad's guns from the war. And so he shit. was trying to track down this gun after like 15 years and shit or whatever so it's like shit like that uh you had one that one guy who was trying to track down a a professor that he had 20 years ago or something and so he was helping him do that so it'll be a little uh, random shit like that so it's pretty cool uh the guy is pretty corny uh jonathan jonathan (laughs) Jonathan goldstein i think his name uh but yeah pretty cool so that's kind of my podcasting uh stuff for this year other than like you say uh the race series with delvin was pretty fucking awesome um the guns and shit <laughs> the guns and shit the gun control uh conversations we had with the bearded it is pretty dope they got intense uh like like for me it, a lot, some of that shit just made me angry as fuck like i remember when i was talking to you one time like i don't even i felt no need to continue it at some point just because i felt like we were so far from having any kind of agreements on shit you know and i think we still are i think we've never came really came to any like mending uh um conversations and stuff you know i mean i i think the thing is that we respected both opinions as as much as i thought some of the opinions were definitely not what i 
felt was even logical or made sense. You know, they were they were pretty cool dudes, and you know, we kind of we as, as adults we respected each other. And then doing the podcast with them, aside from all of the serious stuff, was pretty dope. They're in, into to bourbons and whiskeys and some and c- cigars and shit. So, you know, that was uh, one of the highlights of the year for podcasting to be able to uh, to be able to do that. So that was. My goal is to this year, though, I want to listen to a lot more grassroots podcasts. A lot of our, our, a lot of our, you know, people who support us. You know, I really want to get back into a lot of those, and make some more time for those. Um, and then, and I think I just, it's just um, podcast wise for us. I just really want to do. I would like to do more series on certain stuff. Like you know, I think when uh, Delvin did the whole race series, I thought that was pretty dope, and I think that's something that we can actually do. I mean, we do a lot of you know, uh, current events and things that's going on with us, but I don't think we not think, I know we haven't done any real serious, like I take that back. No, we have, we've done stuff on gun control and shootings and shit like that and so forth. But I think some cool, like some di- decent series would be kind of dope to be able to do some interviews. Now that we have the technology of using Skype to be able to be remotely with folks, we can really take advantage of that. Um, and being that we are a male podcast, it's a, you know it'd be cool stuff. Like I would love to be able to do, um, and I know Steve, they do a pod, Steve does a podcast on just you know dad, dad life and parenting. But I would love to be able to do like some random stuff with folks on just on random father parenthood stuff, uh, guys just being married, like you know tips, stories, stuff like that. Because these are like real things that we deal with and shit. Um, so I would love to be able to do that. Um, I would love to be. I would actually love to be do do stuff on guys that are divorced and stuff like that. Just just get perspectives. And I think these are things that I've thought about that I just don't see out there. It could be, but none in the circles that we actually listen to podcasts. And so I think being able to do stuff fresh that that's not being done it, it will will I think help our podcast as well. So. I think a bunch of thoughts that a bunch of things that can be just under the what up though umbrella, just have, you know, different topics and different, different conversations, you know, than we, than we've had in the past, what, five years. So I think that'd be pretty fresh, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I plan on doing like, uh, hopefully it won't be shitty. Um, some solo podcasts with like TV reviews and shit like that. Like, um, I, I want to do like Axel's uh, podcast. He did a thing where he had people submit their top 10 shows of the year. And he did a, he did two podcasts, uh, two parts. Each one was, I think one was like two and a half hours. One was like two hours. And they, he did his top 10 list. He had a co-host and they did their top 10 list. And then they went over the list that people submitted and they just split it into like two parts. And, I didn't get a list to them in time, but I did make a list and I do want a podcast about it. So like maybe doing something like that, doing kind of like some look backs, like the year in movies or the decade in movies or the decade in TV or music. Like I kind of want to fire off a couple solo um, shots and put them on the, put them on the feed. Um, Cause I don't know anybody who could like, I, I could probably pull in others or we could probably pull in others for like music. Um, I think that'd be good. Cause like, I just didn't listen to a lot of music this year. So it'd be hard for me to do a podcast about that, but maybe like, you know, we could do it together and maybe loop in monotone, something like that. 
and have like a look back on the year in, in, in hip hop or something like that. Um, and I kind of want to use that to kind of just get the ball rolling on other other topics or themes, like you said. Um, and hopefully that can bring in more listeners or segue into other stuff. So um, I kind of want to do something like that. And then I like the idea of, like you said, about having like themed uh, themed episodes. Um, I kind of lack the creativity to come up with ideas right now, but um, I like your your suggestion of um, uh, divorced uh, people. I don't I don't know why, but that sounds interesting. I feel like that'd be a cool thing to have on there. Um, so that'd be kind of cool. But yeah, I think that'd be I think that's a good idea, and I think we should definitely do that. Yeah, I uh, I I was sitting around one time. Actually, it was I was watching the uh, Kevin Hart uh, show uh, series, and I just like I just started having ideas. And the problem usually I have is that I have random ideas, and then I don't write them down, and I fucking forget. So I like literally ran out the room, went and grabbed my notebook out the living room, and I just started jotting down some shit. And I, I on a personal note, I feel like. For me, I have to start writing more ideas down, just putting stuff in the air because I'll be having these crazy dope ideas. And then a lot of times it's when I'm drinking too. And then I will fucking forget them. And then it's like, fuck, like that was it was whatever it was, it was dope. <laughs> but I can't fucking remember the shit. And I think the the second part is that just follow through. I mean, I feel like now we have we have the the tools to to put. I mean, we have a fucking podcast. We we can release it anytime we want to. Just finding the time, getting the uh, the subject matter, and like I say, with the technology of you know being able to Skype and even even if we, you know, I guess the beauty is that you know there's stuff that I can potentially record, and you don't have to be there, and there's stuff that you can do that I don't have to be there, and we can still have that posted and 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 be good. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we can do separate and together, you know, just to make the podcast, you know, pop more than we we have been. So that's kind of the goal. So, yeah, I think look, I think that could be to that. I think that could be useful. Like if you did like you could do something like about beer, maybe you mm-hmm. can do it yourself or you can find somebody who you feel is on equal footing with you to talk about different beers. You can right, do something right. like that. Um and like I said, like like I, I think that'd be good just to help spread our wings a little bit because like it, we can limit ourselves if we only talk about things that we both can talk about. Whereas mm-hmm. if you can pull on somebody that you know that can fuck with beer and shit, just up, put that up there. I can pull on somebody who I know watches as much TV as I do or as much movies as I do, or do it myself and put it on there, like whatever. But yeah, like, I think yeah, the absolutely. and that's part of the that's the main reason why I created that li- this live document for the notes, because like that can help you like, like, or us, I should say that can help us like put idea, put ideas in there real quick because oh, like, that that's a live totally document. Helps me. And I, I felt stupid. Like why we never did this shit before now? Like it's right. Like, these it, are tools that are too many instances it's, of this. It's, yeah. This, this, it's not like this shit, which is made yesterday and shit. Like this is like, I, like I was telling you earlier, uh, a couple of days ago I was, uh, cause I had, I was run out of space on Gmail so I started looking through all the shit I had, and I started going through my notes, and I had, like, shared notes from, like, a girlfriend from, like, shit, mid-2000s or some crazy shit. And I'm like, wow. But then I was like, fuck, I could have been doing this shit, you know? So, yeah, yeah we just need to use up, the tools. <laughs> yeah, it, it came up because um, I was talk- I'm trying to figure out how I want to approach podcasting from, like, a TV and movies perspective. 
And because um, I was telling my wife, I'm like, man, there's so many shows that the, uh, uh, actually how it started was trying to create a top 10 list for 2019 because like I know that I watch more things than the average person, but there's still a whole lot of shit I hadn't seen. So I felt weird like trying to make a top 10 list when I know there's shit I hadn't seen that would probably have made that list. So I was like, I was talking to my wife about it. She was like, you should make a, a document of all the shows that you have interest in watching. And I was like, I already have that document. Like it's in my notes app on my phone. And then I was like, you know what I should do? I should put a Google Drive document together, put all those shows in there. We can split it to where you can you know, have your shows on there I, that you will watch alone. I have my shows I'll watch alone. And then we can have a, a list of shows that we watch together. And we could use that to basically determine what we're going to watch on any given night. And so I created that document. And then I was like, I should do the same thing for the podcast. <laughs> the way we could put notes for what we want to talk about on the podcast or... We can use it to put ideas that we have that we want to talk about before we forget them. And uh, and the cool thing about it is that I know that you got an Android phone. So I'm like, and even if you didn't, you could still do it. But I knew that since you had an Android phone, 100% you could do it. It can be a thing that you can update from your phone. So you could literally be like, you know, out somewhere, have an idea, pop up the 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 document, throw that on there. You could be fucking taking the shit and be like, oh, shit, I just had a great idea. Put it on there. Dude, so I posted one link. I was... I was taking a nap. I just ate. I got home and I posted the one link about the effluenza dude. And I posted that right before I dozed off for an hour. So it's like, it, it, you could, it literally do that anywhere, you know? Yeah. So shit, you know, we just got to use, use the tools that's available and shit and just use them better. <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, so that, that's definitely a cool thing to use. Um, but yeah, so I think just bigger and better things, man. I think we could do so much. And I think one thing, and you kind of alluded to it, uh, is that I think we've limited ourselves because we've tried to do things that we both could do. And sometimes that could be limited because we just, you know, we we are we may be we may have common interests in a lot of stuff, but there are some things we don't, and we could have been using those for you know potential episodes, potential topics, and stuff like that. And we never really thought, hell, we never thought to fucking re- record remotely to like two months ago, right? Off, off of five years, so <laughs> we we never really uh, kind of thought out the box, you know, with that. So we got some another, cool opportunities. So another way we can utilize this too is by, um, say, if I I record my podcast for the top ten TV shows, and say maybe I get an idea about recording something for movies or whatever, right? And say I get three or four ideas of podcasts I want to do. I can just record them, and then I don't got to post them right away necessarily. It could be shit that we just got in the tank that we can post if we don't record. So that way we don't have dead time where it's like, oh, shit, we haven't posted an episode in three weeks. Because like we used to post every week, and now it's like shit come up, and like we might have a, a two-week gap or a three-week gap. But if we got episodes in the can, just like random shit that we recorded on our own, or with somebody different or whatever, it can be a thing like, okay, we didn't record. I'm gonna put up the one that I talked with so and so about whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it don't have to be time sensitive or time dated. We have to it don't it don't have to be if it's not nothing current events, basically a lot of times for current event stuff, if you don't really talk about it during when it happened, it kind of becomes lulled and not really too interesting to folks. But talking about say you interview a guy for divorce, say for it, for example. That's not time sensitive at all. That could be pushed anytime. 
you know, so. And I can, think us being know. beholden the time sensitive shit has kind of fucked us too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree. Totally agree. So, yeah, man, I think it's just cool shit, man, to just really think out the box and do. And I think we can definitely switch the podcast to be a, even better, you know, than it than it has been, which is a lot of room for improvements and stuff. So, yeah. So, um, do you have anything else? Uh, did you want to talk about David Stern? Oh, yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk about him, but I hadn't. So the one art, well, so David Stern passed. I guess he had had some medical issue, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't even know that. I did you either. know about that? No, nah. okay. So, uh, first of the yesterday, first of the year, he passed, and I guess he had some medical, uh, issue like a couple of weeks ago, and I guess he passed from that. But the article that um, was posted uh, from the Free Press, our local paper, was saying that, you know, for Detroit Pistons fan, the former NBA commissioner, David Stern, leaves a complicated legacy. And I didn't totally get that. Well, and I didn't, and, and I'll say that I didn't actually read the full article. But I guess one of the events they were talking about was the old Malice at the Palace. And I never really thought that he was wrong with that? Did you ever felt that he was wrong for the suspensions or anything? Any, any of no, that? I, I thought that? I thought putting that in the article was a reach. Like that, yeah. that just because the pisses were involved in it doesn't mean like that has anything to do with his legacy. Like he, like I have no complaints about that whatsoever. Ron Artest absolutely should got suspended. Stephen Jackson absolutely got should have got suspended. Ben Wallace could have stand have got suspended more games than he got. Like <laughs> I had no, I had no issues with that. Like he did, he, he did what he had to do. Like that cute, that nothing like that had ever happened in NBA history. You can't just like let that shit slide. Like you gotta lay the hammer down, dude. Like he had no choice in that matter. Dog. Like I, I, I had, no, I have no issues with him about that. Now the other stuff they mentioned in there, you said you didn't read it. I, well, I seen it was about them instituting the flagrance after the yeah. So like, yeah, instituting the flagrance, and then like the way they changed like the rules to help after the 2014, because like the 2014, I knew it was um, I could tell they were unpopular at the time because like they kept they had that stretch where they held like it was like five or six consecutive opponents under 70 points, and it was like they were constantly winning games all the time like fucking 80 to 60 or some shit like that like it's like that's not exciting basketball and like him making changes to help uh help move the pace along or to help dis- uh, discourage like strong defenses i do think that kind of like fucked the nba to a degree like i mean it hasn't fucked them in the sense like people still watch it like they ain't hurting but like in my opinion like the quality of basketball in the nba is vastly inferior to what it was prior to that like yes you might not want to watch a game where it's you know 80 to 65 but at the same time man that shit was um it was solid basketball it was like especially you when know, fucking team winning shit yeah it was like <laughs> you got you had things that made sense and I, I i've always as i've always said i'm a big proponent of shit that makes sense and when you're watching games back then, you would see shit that made sense. Like if you had a player that, um, like we had Rip, you know, Rip strong in the mid game. Let's have, you know, let's let's 
capitalize off of that. We had Ben who was strong in the defense and in the, in the paint. Let's capitalize off of that. Now it's like I keep seeing shit that where it's like motherfuckers just jacking up threes just for the fuck of it. Like it's a three point game now. Like you like teams don't even need centers at this point because <laughs> all it is is fucking dunks and threes. And it's like it's it's entertaining to watch in the sense of like it's fun to watch motherfuckers dunk and hit a whole bunch of threes, but. There's the part of me, like the natural fucking basketball fan part of me, that sees people take bad shots just for just because it's a three, that makes me go like, why would you do that? Like this is stupid, and it's like, but that's just the state of the NBA now, and I think he's largely responsible for that. And there was a whole lot of shit he did that I just like, I was kind of like, man, I don't know if I really agree with that. But at the end of the day, I feel like David Stern is responsible for the NBA becoming. Uh, I don't want to say like like big because it was always big, but like he made it like really, really, really big. Like he made the NBA pop, and I think that I, he's largely responsible for that. So like I didn't want to when I saw that he died, I didn't want to say anything because I was like I don't want to shade him because like I don't like shading dead people, and then I also don't. He also did. He probably did more for the NBA than any commissioner ever. Like he he really put the NBA like on the next level. And he was like a he was by and large a dope commissioner. So like I didn't want to shit on him and be like, no, oh yeah, but he did. I didn't this. have any I didn't have any bad any definitely I was with you. I didn't have it. Although I seen somebody said so when I seen the post, I'm like, fuck, that's crazy. And I was like, I tweeted the first thing that comes to mind with him, it was that one gift where he was drinking a water bottle and I guess it went down the wrong pipe and he coughed some <laughs> shit. That was like my first thought of him or whatever. And I don't think that was uh, anything bad, but I seen somebody post like something like uh, the first thought I thought with him was that one gift, but I just think it's inappropriate. And I was just like, nah, it ain't like he died off the shit. It was just funny. But no, I, I definitely didn't have any any bad thing to say about him. I, I think he really pushed the NBA to different levels. Um, and I don't know if it was his, uh, his soul doing or not, but if I had to say there was any law or anything where I wish that it could have went differently, it was the fucking uh, dress codes. Uh, I thought that was yeah, the worst shit me. ever. That soured me real <laughs> that was, bad. That when was that so the the dress code was one of the worst things I felt the NBA did. Like that just was just like that shit was just unfucking necessary. And I, I just felt it was a it was a thing to control black. It was coach black players, which is like primarily the 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 highest population of the fucking league. You know, yeah, that so. was that was like I feel like that was almost strictly in response to like Allen Iverson. Oh, it, it <laughs> like, was. That was like, that. that I, I think you can call that the Allen Iverson rule. Man, yeah, that that I forgot. About, I'm glad you mentioned. I completely forgot about that. That pissed me off. Like I did yeah, not that like was, that. That was definitely the Allen Iverson rule. And you know, it's you know him coming in with baggy jerseys and baggy pants and fucking do rags. Do rags. <laughs> you know, they they definitely that was definitely because of Iverson. You know, but I'm glad they kind of went off of that shit because it's just it just seemed unnecessary. I mean, they probably get more looks and stuff from and now with you know internet and social media being so crazy. They do a whole fucking theme of pictures of fucking players walking in with all their crazy shit they wear and stuff like that. So I was, I'm pretty yo, sure I, they benefit I, off of it. I was about to say, he changed the game for sports, period, with that. Like, I didn't like it, but it's undeniable that, like, that affected all sports. Because, like, now, 
walking into the arena is a thing in any yeah, sport. Like any sport, they show that motherfuckers getting off the bus, walking to the arena, what they wearing. It's like a goddamn fashion show. Like he started that shit. Yeah, so that was that was all him. So yeah, it was definitely the Allen Iverson rule, and I thought that was one of the shittiest rules um, that they could have. So, uh, but now we got yeah. Adam Silver, and Adam Silver is like the official commissioner that's invited to the barbecue. So, <laughs> oh yeah, he, he definitely uh, definitely pretty fucking That's one of my favorite things about um, about the NBA now. Like, I don't like the style of play right now, but I like the fact that. Adam Silver has allowed the players to and the coaches to say whatever the fuck they want. Like, and when I say, I, I don't mean say whatever the fuck they want. Like, they get in front of the camera and be like, "Yeah, so and so can suck my dick." Like, he plays shit. I mean, but like the fact that they get to talk about like, uh, like racial violence and police violence and shit like that, and you got fucking Steve Kerr on TV talking about, man, these white cops out here wilder. You know, like having the freedom to do that and juxtaposing that with the fuck shit going on with the NFL. Like that, that helps me kind of like stick with the NBA a little bit, just because like I, I like the fact that Adam Silver has taken a complete opposite approach to how he allows the players to handle that kind of shit versus what the NFL is doing. Who the fuck yeah, is the yeah, NFL commissioner right now? Why am I drawing a blank? Uh, Goodell. Oh yeah, that's right. And yeah, he he's doing nothing. If anything, he's going to. The exact opposite. He's and yeah, it's, it's such a turnoff between for him, you know, especially when you think of all of the fuck shit that's in recent stuff with Kaepernick and stuff. He's he's definitely a, a fucking turnoff for that shit, and he definitely doesn't have the uh, the balls or or the sense or anything that that this Adam, Adam Silver has. So yeah, fucking dickhead. <laughs> So, but yeah, so other than that, man, I, I think it's unfortunate, you know, anybody, you know, it did. and you know, what's crazy is that it, it, it was never really uh, bad to say about him. But I think a couple of weeks ago when, uh, when Don Imus had died and so I seen some chick talking about it, I'm blocking and cutting off everybody who's saying stuff bad about him. I'm like, and, what? and now when you hear Don Imus, what do you know Don Imus for? Nappy headed hoes. Exactly. And it wasn't that it wasn't like he didn't say the shit. You know it from what he fucking said. So he called them chicks nabby headed hoes and jigaboos. That's the only thing I fucking know him by, and that's the only thing I'm gonna comment on knowing his fucking ass, dead or not. And I'm just like, how how is this shit disrespectful or, or to a dead person when he fucking said the shit? Like that's his fucking fault. And he said a bunch of shit like that. That's not like yeah. a one off. Like that was his yeah. thing. He said a whole bunch of fucking racial shit. So like. I, again, I, I I think I even tweeted like I'm not gonna shade the dead, uh, but um, it took me a long time to find an article that cited all his fuck shit. Like they were just talking about, oh, he was a shock jock and he said crazy stuff, but he was super popular. Now he's dead. I'm like, okay, well, um, <laughs> that's not telling the whole story. Well, I think it's telling that all of these, a lot of these articles that were like you know white based, uh, you know media outlets. Failed to not even want to mention that until after the fact, after other people started talking about it, and other, you know, like, you know, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was like the root or something who had mentioned it, but I'm just gonna say them for the sake of argument, for them to say, you know, something like that, and then a couple of, I seen some articles after the fact. I'm like, look, that's the, 
that's the uh, the hill he wanted to die on. Do you want to be that? You want that to be the hill you die on as well? I mean, not literally. But that's all I'm laughing. You know. <laughs> like, do you want that to be the one you 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 die on? Is that shit that you want to defend a guy who caught with him nappy headed holes and jig? Like he he disrespected the black grace something serious, and you want to honor this motherfucker? Like, come the fuck on. Like he didn't feel bad about the shit. He didn't go on no fucking apology tour. He wasn't out here, you know, trying to mend fences and shit. You know, he just got a, a pass for being old and angry and saying dumb shit. And folks fucking went with it. Like, nah. When I, I hear Don Imus, I hear I, I know him from Nabi and Hose and Jigaboos. Yeah. And <laughs> that's it. I will say this though, when Donald Trump dies, I will have all the shade at the ready i will tweet i will tweet fuck shit about donald trump for the entire t- 24 hours after he dies with no fucks given <laughs> like i will say all kinds of shit i'll find his fucking wherever they bury that cunt at and piss it's on gonna, it. it's, gonna la- it's gonna last as as, as, as long as, as as long as they uh well until they fucking shut down your account you might as yep. well get the burner account ready because uh <laughs> i don't care it's coming. I, don't fuck. But, I mean yeah he's a fucked I'll- up person and- I'm not even going to lie. I will legit throw a party. Like, not throw a party, like, in a figurative sense. I'll have a legit party, like, hey, Donald Trump's dead. Y'all want to come over and get fucked up and celebrate? <laughs> like, the world just got a little bit better today. <laughs> like, and, and the thing is, that's all his. That's all his fucking fault. He, he make these conscious choices to be a fuck shit person. And so... His legacy is going to be, you know, fuck shit forever, you know, whenever he just uh, passes on. And no one can no one can really blame people for that shit. He decided to do all this fuck, fuck shit. So that's oh, all speaking of him. dead people, uh, speaking, speaking of dead people, of dead people. Another, uh, well, no, it was, uh, another cool thing I did when I was uh, going to Chicago, I was driving, driving down 94 and I see an exit for Gary, Indiana. And my wife was like, oh, look, it's Gary, Indiana. I was like, oh, yeah, that's where Michael Jackson uh, is from. And I was like, hey, look up look, look up where his house at. <laughs> and she looked it up, and it was like three miles from the exit that we were at. And I just, like, swerved off the freeway. <laughs> like, fuck it, let's go let's Bruh, go check it out. That's dope as fuck, dog. I've never thought of going there all the times I've been to Chicago. Yeah, me neither. And I've been to Chicago a bunch of times, but, like, I don't know. For some reason, I saw that. I was like, let's go check that shit out. And it was a cool experience because, uh, one, Gary, Indiana is a shithole. And two, like getting there. It's it, he's been dead long enough that it's not it's not a popping spot. Like, so it's 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 like I'm sure Neverland Ranch is probably still a popping spot. But like that little ass house in Gary, Indiana, that's not a popping spot. And it was just like going through a regular ass random ass ghetto neighborhood. And you just go there, and there used to be like a plaque there, but I heard in October that they took it down or it was stolen. I, I don't know what happened with it, but there used to be a plaque there that got taken down. But so it was just a house. So like if you were just driving by, you wouldn't know because the plaque gone. But um, that was cool because I was like, oh man, and I looked at it, man, 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 that house is so fucking small. I'm like, man, this nigga had all them damn kids and that one ass one house and that shit, man, that shit had to be. I don't know, dude. Like fucking seven hundred square feet, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, small I saw that. House. I saw. That. I was looking at the house. I was like, man, that's a small house, and it was like fucking what fourteen of the motherfuckers in there, or some shit. Man, <laughs> like, yeah, there's a lot of people damn. in that fucking house. Dance up in there, and they probably got a whole ass room with nothing in it, just for them niggas to practice dancing and shit. Like, man, 
where how did they even sleep dog like man there's there's no room in that house for sure but that was just cool i was like that i i like seeing shit like that so that, that was cool to just be randomly going to chicago and like uh, oh shit let me go see the house that the jacksons grew up in that's that's dope as hell that's kind of shit i would do if i actually seen like i i would have totally seen that and like let's make a detour like who how often do you get a chance to roll, roll past the jackson's actual house and shit yeah, yeah like the, did, the address was like on jackson street and i was like okay they have to have renamed that street because there's no way the jackson just happened to grow up on jackson street they had to have renamed it <laughs> afterward uh, it was like, like it was a rename no it, it was like when when i saw the street sign you could tell it was like a new street sign like it wasn't like jackson street from that's been sitting up there since the fucking 70s and shit like no it was a it, it was a new uh a new sign so it was definitely renamed but like it wasn't nobody there uh Several houses on that block were abandoned. Uh, it, it, it was super low key, but uh, mm-hmm. it was still cool to see it. And there was like graffiti on the gate. Like the picture that I took was of the house. So you can't see that the, the it didn't always have a gate. I guess they put up like a iron, an iron gate just to kind of like keep people from going up to it and shit. But um, uh, okay. there's yeah, like I saw graffiti. like the window, the windows, the, window, yeah, the windows uh... were covered. And they put like there was like graffiti on the gate, like so and so loves loves Michael and sh- shit like that. You know, people people scribbling shit it was the same thing that I saw when I went to um, Abbey Road in England because I was like, oh man, I gotta go. Like, how far is that from the hotel? Like, I, I gotta go there and go to fucking Abbey Road where the Beatles did that cover at, and um, their recording studio is is there as well. So it's not just like they took that photo for that album cover right on that street that's also where the recording studio was and i went to the recording studio and like the like man so much stuff written everywhere like they talking about decades worth of of people from all over the world who came to that spot and like left their mark uh on on various various spots and i let i wrote something on there too i don't even remember what i wrote at this point but i i fucking wrote something on there too so that like that's cool to know, like, man, like the spot where the Beatles, you know, recorded their albums, like I wrote my name there. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> so, that is pretty fucking cool. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I I, I never considered even never even thought about it, never even passed. Well, yeah, y'all was y'all on ninety four? Yep. Yeah, I just never seen that shit. That is crazy. It was um yeah, it was still 94. It was like right after you cross into Indiana because like on that route, there's a very, very, very short amount of time that you're in Indiana. It's like mm-hmm. you're in Michigan, you're in Indiana for a hot minute, and then you're in Illinois. And like, I don't know. I just saw I saw the fucking exit and I was like, huh. <laughs> and that was that. <laughs> but that's something I would like to do probably in the future too if I come across places and, and I'm just like, Oh, that's where this thing happened. Let me go there. Because that's something that you don't think about. Like, the Beatles thing, like, I didn't go to England with the thought in my head, like, oh, I can go visit the spot where the Beatles took that famous album cover. I just saw, I don't know what I what it was, but I saw something that said at Abbey Road. I was probably looking at the fucking, uh, like, the app that I had for the train, the train routes and shit like that. Oh, and okay, probably yeah. saw it as an exit or some shit like that. And I was like, oh, shit, Abbey Road. That's, I know what that is. Where, how far is that? So yeah, you know. I think I just figured out the title of our podcast. Okay. From 
from Jackson Street to Abbey Road. Oh, I like it. I think what I think that's I don't know why I don't know if it it uh, affects you like me, but I feel like it's always cool to figure out at some point in the podcast the actual name of the podcast. Oh no, I love that. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Is that A B B E Y? Yep. Okay. Cool. Duly noted. I think that's cool. I think it's good to have a fucking notepad when you're doing this shit. Because I swear, I don't forgot so many fucking... And especially when you start drinking more, which I drink a lot less during podcasts now. Uh, but... I, I drink forget. a lot more during podcasts now. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, I, I can't cause I can't smoke no more. Right. So right, it's like right, if I'm yeah, just I'm, in the basement and I can't yeah. smoke, I'm going to drink more. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean... Like that episode one, where Baylor called in, like mid-episode, I oh. <laughs> I don't remember that shit at all, dog. Dude, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> the, I, only th- the last thing I remember from that episode is literally him calling in. I don't remember nothing he said. I don't remember none of that conversation. Like, I don't remember nothing. I just remember like, oh yeah, I, I, I just remember seeing him on Skype. Like him calling in on Skype. That's it. I remember shit. <laughs> well, I think for me, uh, drinking less uh, stops me from falling asleep. And then just taking naps before the fucking podcast. So, um, like, someday just be tired as fuck. And I'm like, you know what? If I drink, or I just make me some fucking coffee. Like, I need something. Because uh, I, I I feel like I'm I'm not doing the podcast justice by not being, in not, one, not being prepared, and two, fucking falling asleep. So, I was like, that's not going to happen anymore. So. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. And it's, it's that's why it's like, I took the effort to come outside because i'm like if i could sit outside i can smoke too then i'll drink less and and the podcast will be that much better for it yeah yeah i, I absolutely agree so yep i i totally agree so that's definitely a plan man I'm, I'm looking forward man to getting a lot of cool shit uh new 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 cool shit for the podcast so it'll be a cool year for that so uh do we you, do you have any like new year's resolutions um i kind of mentioned earlier i think one of my things i just want to be able to just be a little bit more financial financially responsible and actually um i want to do some some investments i want to do save more that's pretty much my my uh and and then just be a little more fit like i well i i guess we would call them resolution so one be more financially responsible two to be a lot more healthier um just um eating wise and just uh fitness wise and um those are our two major ones. Other stuff, I mean, I haven't really thought through, but those are the main ones for me. Yeah, same. Um, be less fat is, um, yeah, is less one. fat is my goal, brother. So yeah, my goal. I, my big problem is, um, well, my big problem is everything: <laughs> eating too much, eating too shitty, and not exercising. But um, I got better with eating toward the end of the year, but like in that, like I'd say since October, but. Um, I got uh, I kind of plateaued on my weight loss pretty quick, and I think it was because I also started drinking more, and um, I gotta cut back on that. So like, I plan on um after this weekend, basically trying to not drink at all, except for um certain occasions. So like. Um, and the reason I said this weekend as opposed to like yesterday um, was because just because like I still have a lot of alcohol left over from like from the holidays and shit like that. And I'm like, let me just drink through that. So that way it's not 
there as a temptation. Like, so like if I don't, if I still have a bunch of shit sitting around, it's going to be harder for me to not drink. And I'm also mm-hmm. not going to, I'm not going to just fucking pour it out. So <laughs> like, uh, let me, let me tear through what I got left over, over the course of the next three days. And then, um, I'll just, I, I plan on, uh, not drinking, uh, except for like special occasions. So like, I'll probably drink like the night of that McGregor fight on the 18th. Um, I'll probably drink on my birthday and that's probably, that'll probably be it for January. So, and I think that'll help me a lot and I got to get better with my water too. Yeah. I think water for me is a big, cause I've been right. Really trying to, uh, drink my water. Like I had, I did. So end of June, uh, me and my wife both decided we were going to eat a lot better. So I did really good from like July to like September. September, almost October, because when we went to Ireland uh, in May, that was the real like eye opener because we had economy seats and I had to use a fucking uh, a belt extender. And I was like, this is fucked up. And this is, we both sitting next to each other, tight than the motherfucker. And I'm just like, I, I know I got a fucking belly, but goddamn. But I realized all airlines aren't created equal with seating because I don't flew other s- flights before that that didn't, that didn't have to. So I'm like, I don't know why the seating was so weird mm-hmm. on that one. But I'm like, we both made a pact that, look, we're going to lose some weight before this next flight when we went to uh, uh, Italy in October. And we did. I think I lost almost close to 20 pounds. I think she had lost like 35 or 40 pounds or some shit like that. Oh shit! Um, okay. Yeah, so we did a whole lot better, and I, and the, the biggest thing was just portions, portions, and uh, eating earlier. Like we would eat dinner like latest, it's like seven o'clock, and we were you know keeping up our steps and all that shit. So we kind of both fell off. I mean, we had a lot of personal shit going on, and you know, uh, kind of fell off like November, most of October after the trip, November, and pretty much December. But we're back on it now, man. So. It's cool to be able to have somebody to stay accountable with, you know. So, like, I totally failed today because I was supposed to get my 8,000 steps in and work kept me from not doing that. So, and then I came home and went to sleep and then woke up right for the podcast. But, you know, um, and she like, well, so what's the fuck's up? I'm like, yeah, you're right. I fucked up. So, <laughs> you know, just make up for that shit the uh, rest of the weekend. So. I'm definitely trying to, you know, I don't really want to go on a 40 feeling like um, I'm a, my body is lesser than. So I got a few months, two months and a few days to get my life together. So it's going to be, it's going to be dope. It's going to be good. Looking forward, looking forward to be a little slimmer. I just want to, I'm, I'm not even trying to be skinny. I just want to be you lose the belly and just have a little definition. I don't have to be fucking uh, the rock and shit. That's not my goal in life. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's, it's I think what's kind of fucking me two is like not just the drinking but like I, I i i get home from work i live a fairly stressful life it's like i want to come home and just like really maximize my enjoyment while i'm awake and typically that revolves either getting high or getting drunk or, or most of the time both and the problem with that is when you drinking even if i'm not taking in a fuck ton of calories because i don't mix I don't mix shit. So like, or if I do, I mix with like a zero calorie thing, but even then alcohol is still going to stunt your metabolism. And then every, and then when you get high, all you want to do is eat. 
So then you fuck around, I, I fuck around and be like eating fucking chicken cordon blues at one o'clock in the morning and shit. <laughs> like, like that's yeah, not the late eating everybody gets tells to me. You, everybody tells you that I have to eat late. <laughs> and what do you do? Eat late. Like, but that's the high shit. And I don't get high as much. I haven't got high as much as of late. But even still, sometimes after the podcast, I get hungry. And I'm like, I just need to have better, better foods to eat. Like. I could go to bed starving to be angry at myself and eventually I fall asleep. But if I got some random shit like some fruit or some random shit, I could just kind of just eat that shit and then just be content until the morning. Like, I know I'm not going to fucking die for if I just don't eat, but it's like, man, maybe I should get some fruit. Maybe I have some fucking grapes or some shit. Like, that's what I, when I was <laughs> when I was doing, like, during the summer, that's what I would do. I would have, like, grapes and, like, pineapples and shit that I would just cut up and have in the refrigerator. And I get fucking hungry i go grab something like that or whatever so i just need to get those are the habits and i and the biggest thing with that is for me at least it's just preparation because when i don't prepare that's when i eat the fuck shit so if i don't have that shit available that's when i start eating all the other shit but i still got to go to the store i got to buy the shit have it you know ready for me and shit so um i think preparation is probably a good reason for a lot of people they just that's like i think that's that's the biggest probably reason for fast food is that other than one, just really wanting it, it's just prep. You ain't got shit up to eat, so you say, "Fuck it, I can run up here right quick and grab something in ten minutes." Versus having to cook or some crazy shit. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's kind of what my goals are. So um, we'll see. And I want to try to hit Austin uh, at some point this year. Hit up the uh, hit up the Roma HQ. Yeah, that's already in the plans, man. I, I, don't, I obviously don't have no dates or nothing, but I definitely want to get that. Uh, get that trip sometime this year so uh definitely do it this year i definitely want to somehow figure it out this year so we need to put some dates together and hopefully uh we can somehow pull that off yeah and i also want to plan a nice trip for my uh uh anniversary too oh that's dope yeah um uh, so it's funny because like we we do our anniversary trips like every other year so this year we won't be going anywhere. I think my wife is actually taking a girls' trip around that time. So uh, that means if she's taking a girls' trip, that means I have an opportunity to go somewhere without her. So Austin may happen, but she knows the food scene at Austin is dope. So I think she kind of <laughs> wants to go to Austin, which is fine with me. I don't care, but she knows why I'm going. So she would have to just make do at some point for some some period of time. Uh, so. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, we got to definitely make Austin happen this year somehow. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you ain't got nothing else we can wrap up, bro. Nope, I'm good. All right. Well, uh, as always, you can email us, um, the podcast at Gmail, or find our Twitter uh, page and hit us up there at the podcast. And um, we will see you guys next week. Indeed. And we'll be bringing some, uh, some year end lists too. Oh, yeah, that's what we got a year in list of a bunch of different topics. So we won't get into details, but year in list is coming. So uh, we'll have those on deck for the next week. So, yep. All right. Peace. Peace.